truth, make Jesus the way. Tell the truth on the podcast. Tell the truth, coming up fast. Hi, everybody. This is Sharon with Tell the Truth and True Life Music. Going camping is always an adventure because you never really know what could happen. Now, let's just get this straight. I'm not talking camping in some big fancy RV because that is not camping. It's just living in your movable house. Like my husband says, why would anyone want to bring their house along with them on a camping trip? See, it's because when you are little and you want to camp in the backyard, all you do is hang a big blanket over the clothesline and anchor it down with rocks, crawl inside, and you have your tent. Or you can always make a tent under the kitchen table, cover everything up with blankets or whatever you can find, and crawl inside. And this can also double as a fort, or a hideout, or an escape from the world, or from big brothers and sisters. So bring your flashlight and some munchies and it's all good. Maybe why I like camping so much is that you have to be creative in the process. Like, how are we going to cook our food outside? What if it rains? What if it hails? What if there are tons of mosquitoes and I forgot my bug spray? What if the wind blows the tent down? And what if there's bears or skunks or mountain lions? And what if I get lost or what if anything? Have you ever cooked your food on a coffee can? This is the greatest outdoor cooking thing you ever need. Actually, I learned this in 4-H once. And just for your information, the four H's stand for head, heart, hands, and health. So take a large, empty coffee can, not a plastic one, but a tin can-type coffee can, a large one. Punch holes all around the bottom sides. Then turn it upside down so the flat side is up because that will be your cooking surface. Then find an old empty tuna can or something similar and put a small candle in the tuna can. If you don't have a tuna can or something similar, like maybe an empty cat food can, or if you don't have that, um, you can use a sterno can, but those get very hot, so be careful. And you also need a small short candle. So take your small short can, like the tuna can, and put your candle inside and put it under your upside-down large coffee can with the holes around the top. The holes are to let the air in and the smoke out. Now, put this thing on the ground, not on your sleeping bag or your picnic table or the hood of your car or your tailgate. Put it on the ground. Then, Put your hot dog or hamburger wrapped up in foil on top of your upside-down large coffee can. So light the candle or the sterno and place it under the coffee can with your food on top. Now, if you are using a candle, this may take a while to get hot enough to cook your food, but it will cook. I've also cooked an egg on top of the coffee can or hamburgers or whatever. It just depends on how much patience you have and how hungry you are. A sterno can gets much hotter, so it doesn't take as long. The point is, if you can't make a bonfire or don't have any wood to burn, just bring along your coffee can, your tuna can, and a little candle. Hey, I should try making pancakes or grilled cheese sandwiches. 
That would be awesome on top of my upside-down coffee can. I can't wait to try it. Well, the last time we were talking about Moses and his epic camping trip. Moses had so many people to take care of on this trip. Thousands and thousands of people. He really needed God to guide him so he would know just what to do in case of an emergency. And God had his own special plan for all those campers. When they began their journey, they camped at the edge of a wilderness. Sounds like they're really going on an adventure. And just to make sure they didn't get lost or separated from each other because there were so many campers, God gave them a special cloud to follow all day long. Yeah, all you have to do is follow the cloud and you won't get lost. I got lost hiking around in the woods one day and getting lost is not fun. Because like they say, well, all you have to do is see where the sun is. That's what my sister always says. And you won't get lost. Or follow the North Star. Or see what side of the moss grows on the trees. Well, there weren't any trees with moss growing on them in the desert. So anyway, because God loved these campers so much, he even thought of a way to guide them in the dark. He made a special flame of fire, like a fire cloud, that all the campers could see so they would never get lost. And they could set up their campsites after dark by the light of that special flame of fire. That would be so awesome. In case you forgot your flashlight or your solar lantern or your batteries or your matches, you would have a huge flame in the sky to light up the night so you could see to set your tent up. That's awesome. God thinks of everything. Have you ever tried putting up your tent in the dark? It's not fun. And just to make sure that all those campers had enough to eat, God gave them special food and water from the strangest places. The whole thing was that God wanted the campers to trust him for everything. I guess if you're out in the wilderness and don't know your way around, you really need to trust God. Have you ever been in a wilderness? What is a wilderness anyway? Uh, an uninhabited, uncultivated wasteland of nothingness? Sounds like some place in Wyoming or North Dakota or some place you want to go camping. Well, wherever you go, God said, I will never, ever leave you. He repeated it twice so we don't forget. God said, I will never leave you or forsake you. Be content with what you people's things. Jesus Christ is still the same. Yesterday and today and forever he will meet your needs. Jesus said, I will never Go to him and pray. 
Jesus said, I will never leave you, I will never leave you, I will never leave or forsake you. I will never leave you, I will never leave you, I will never leave or forsake you. I will never leave you, I will never leave you, I will never leave or forsake you. repeated things over and over for us so we would never forget. And you know, don't you, that if you just do happen to go camping in Wyoming or anywhere west of the river, you just might encounter rattlesnakes. This is fair warning. Yes, stop at any rest area west of the Missouri and there will be signs warning you to be on the lookout for rattlesnakes. And that, my friend, is just one more huge reason to stay on the east side of the river, like right here in Millbank. And that is why cowboys always wear cowboy boots, to keep their feet and their ankles from getting bit. And cowboys always have shovels and shotguns in their trucks. They're always prepared. Yes, I love this area because we can enjoy the great outdoors and there's nothing really dangerous out there whenever you want to go camping. So you can go camping out at Hartford Beach State Park just a few minutes north of here. That is one of my very favorite places in the whole world. They've got lots of camping places, picnic areas, the store, fun trails to hike, and you can climb up and look down on the whole lake all the way to Minnesota. And disc golf The disc golf course is amazing. Have you seen that? And fishing, and it goes on. I have a friend who lives right across from Hartford Beach on the Minnesota side. We're definitely not in the wilderness here. But there's lots of peace and quiet to be had if that's what you're looking for. This is such a great place to have fun and go exploring. Kids, big kids, little kids, all kinds of kids. I taught a class once on how to Find and identify things to eat that grow wild in the outdoors. It was great. Do you know that you can eat part of the cattail plants and part of the milkweed plants in different kinds of flowers, like even dandelions that grow wild? Some people call them weeds, but I like to think of it more like 
just an outdoor feast. They're just wild plants. There's lots of things you can collect outside to make tea out of, like clover and alfalfa. You just have to know what to look for. You can make syrup from the sap of maple trees and even birch trees. You just have to know how to do it. And have you ever made maple candy in the snow? That's fun, and it tastes awesome. Well, anyway, Moses and his campers are trekking through the wilderness, being guided by the special cloud during day and the big flame of fire at night. I don't know about you, but when I'm outside all day, I can really work up an appetite, and so did all those campers, thousands of them. And they were probably walking around, you know, maybe you could get a ride on a camel or a donkey or a goat or something, but when they left Egypt, they hauled away a lot of gifts that the Egyptians gave them just to get rid of them. And what in the world was there to eat in the wilderness or the desert? Not much. And it's hot in the desert. And they had a lot of stuff to haul around. They needed water and lots of it. And all those animals, they needed a lot of water too. This is going to be a big problem. So the campers started to complain. They got crabby because they wanted better food to eat and better places to sleep and some shade, too many bugs, no water, no juice boxes, no watermelon, and no marshmallows. So just how do you feed thousands of hungry, crabby, complaining campers? All Moses could do, well, he was the man in charge and he didn't want this job in the first place. All Moses could do was call out to God for help, and he did. He told God that everyone was complaining and mad because they were away from home. Like God already knew that. I think God wanted to see how they would do being out on this big adventure, out on their own. They were away from their previous condition, which wasn't good at all. And Moses, all he could do was cry, help. And God, always being so creative and always thinking ahead, sent very special food enough for everybody. Just think, if you woke up in the morning and looked out of your tent and the ground was covered with food. Oh, a miracle. Seriously. God gave them all they could eat, but they had to listen to Moses and obey the rules. You just have to obey the rules when you're camping. Like, don't fall off the cliff. Don't swim out too deep. Stay with the group. Don't start unnecessary bonfires. You know all those rules. And when you fail to obey the rules, there are consequences. Yeah, we learn from our mistakes. And even though we may disobey and wander away from staying close to the shepherd, he never leaves us. He said he will never leave us or forsake us. Remember, I will never leave you. I will never leave you. That means he will never, ever abandon us or forget about us. He's always ready to help us with any problem, no matter what it is. Remember, he's the creator and he created us with his special future plans for each one of us, and he knows each of our names. Remember, he called out Moses' name from the bush. Moses.
Moses. And you just might hear him calling you if you're listening. So this was a very big test for the campers and for Moses. Sometimes God wants to see how we will pass the test. Can we give God our best? Can we honor him in all that we do no matter what? Do we hear his voice and make him our choice? Hey you, can you live your life so that all can see? Hey you, can we live and give him the glory? Hey you, what about that? This is Paul's song.
smoother when we listen to God and let him guide us on this trip. You can read all about this in the book of truth in the book of Exodus. And remember, always tell the truth. Thank you for listening to Tell the Truth Podcast with Sharon and True Life Music. Recorded in the Hawaii Milbank Podcast Studio in Milbank, South Dakota. You can contact us at SharonTrueLife at gmail.com or online at whymillblank.com slash tell the truth.